0: Well, today is International World Water Day. Yeah, did you know that? Today is International World Water Day. It's an annual event, March the 22nd, focusing attention on the importance of universal access to clean water, sanitation, and hygiene facilities in developing countries. It's been like this since 1993 that the United Nations designated this as World Water Day. And we have a special guest with us live via telephone, and a big thank you to our friends at JNF, a big thank you to our friends at the Jewish National Fund. It does seem... That if the topic of water is being addressed by anybody, anywhere, JNF likely is going to be involved. Talia Tsur is with us, Chief Israeli Emissary and Lead Professional on the JNF Water Campaign. Talia Tsur, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM.
1: Shalom, and good morning, and thank you for
0: having me. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you for joining us on this World Water Day. You know, it, it's interesting. I always think back, and I've said this so often over the last couple of months, I always think back to Prime Minister Netanyahu speaking at the United Nations, and essentially the last time he was there, he was saying, you know, when it comes to technology, when it comes to development, you, you guys are going to need us. You guys are If you don't need us or if you're not using us yet, you're going to need us down the road. And I don't think that applies any more than in the area of water and what Israel is able to do for the world in the uh, in the face of what's going to be or certainly what looks like uh, a water shortage in the uh, in, in a good part of the world. Um, do you get the feeling that uh, that the world is coming to recognize that Israel in fact is a leader when it comes to water and water preservation?
1: Totally agree and I think the world is already there. Because Israel has done, you know, through the years, from day one, a of steps in, in, you know, in, in inventing and dealing and managing its water asset and has turned the water scarcity in Israel into a surplus. Um, in 1948, you know, even before the state of Israel was established, the British mandate limited the quota of the Aliyah, of the new immigrants that could come to Israel, because they said you don't have enough water. You don't have enough water for 600,000 people. Today, Israel supplies water to 12 million people. 12 million people, 8 million people who live in Israel, and 4 million people in Jordan and the Palestinian Authority, and that with, you know, 50% less rain than what we used to have, you know, 60, 70 years ago. So something down the road was done correctly and with a lot of uh, thought and with an innovations and JNF has been part of it, and I will be more than happy to elaborate through the years, you know, and Israel Israel, for example, just in the area of recycling, of turning the the sewage water of Israel into good water that, you you know, we can water our agriculture with, 85% of the sewage of Israel is recycled. Israel is number one in the world in recycling. Our target is to reach the, the number of 95%, and after Israel comes, Spain with 17% only, 1-7. And if you're asking yourself about the United States of America, then we recycle over here only 5%
0: of our sewage. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. We saw that statistic, and it really is incredible. Um, there, there are countries, I mean, you know, we, we know this, and you know, those who follow the news know it. There are countries who are in serious water shortage at this point. Uh, certainly African countries and others that have uh, you know, whose population is dying in many cases because of the water situation that they are in. Have they reached out to Israel? Has there been an effort uh, to incorporate some of Israel's ideas, some of the things that JNF has supported over the years in countries like that?
1: So there are countries in Africa that are in constant uh, connection with the State of Israel and with the and JNF has some involvement over there, helping them, first of all, to find the uh, sources of water, and instead of walking 20 kilometers every morning with a jerrycan to, you know, to bring water to their uh, fields, they have created some sources in the villages for the people with containers of water to use them for, for their agriculture. Recycle is another issue. Recycle, whether it's uh, in an African country or let's go back to Israel. Let's right. go back to our own Negev, to our own desert, where there are, you know, large communities that are still not connected to the national water grid. There are Bedouin communities who still use the water and float the sewage back into the, the, the rivers in Israel, and not only do they uh, contaminate these rivers, but they do not use it for their agriculture. So JNF has not only sponsored the research and development that will help these communities uh, to find out, you know, what are the contaminants and how to to protect the water that they're flowing back to the rivers, but also to clean in domestic uh, units that we invented and we install in the homes of these Bedouin communities to install these uh, units in their homes and to turn it into a good water for their agriculture. Oh. So, I'm
0: sorry. sorry.
1: No, go ahead. No, 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 I'm fine. I know that there are Africans, uh, African countries, and I also attended the uh, event in the UN a few months ago with Prime Minister uh, uh, Netanyahu and seven uh, leaders of African countries who sat there and themselves, you know, uh, uh, gave an evidence of how they enjoyed the Israeli technology, and there were some uh, companies who came to, you know, to, to exhibit what they're doing and how they're for example, producing uh, water from the air, JNF uh, emphasise, and JNF uh, concentrates in recycling, in cleaning the rivers, protecting the environment, uh, build a uh, drilling in the north and in the south, in communities such as Halutsa that is located on the border between Israel and Egypt, with three new communities that have no. Fresh water, they need to use desalinated water, which is the most expensive water that we have. And JNF is now helping them in finding sources underneath the 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 soil of running river. That's what we found out with drilling and finding running river underneath the soil that they can use for their agriculture. So there are different, I would say, aspects and angles where you can treat the water. But all what we do, the Jewish National Fund, has to do with the environment, with producing new sources of water for Israeli communities in the south and in the north, and with serving as a role model and giving Israel the best image it can have in terms of the innovations and helping the world with Tikkun Olam.
0: Uh, So Talia Tzur is with us. So when they drill, they are literally finding new water sources.
1: Nahum, it was like a miracle They videotaped it It looks like oil, you know, bursting out <laughs> right. of the soil That's the vision I have A group of halusim, of pioneers Were standing, you know, in the center of their, their agricultural fields Of organic potatoes and, uh, and carrots To which they pay fortune just to water it So it also become unprofitable They're trying to find a hint with hydrologists from Israel Of water, and all of a sudden From 50 meters beneath the ground comes a burst of water, and they're all crying, you know, as if they found oil. For people over here, water looks, you know, so obvious. You open the faucet, you have water, you don't have to think twice. For those people who are paying so much and they don't have a source of water, it was like a miracle coming out of the ground.
0: Pretty amazing. Uh, Nonetheless, as you allude to the fact that on this side of the world we enjoy what seems to be unlimited water supply, uh, based on on the study I saw, it looks like many states in the U.S. and maybe the country we could say in general uh, is is heading down the road of a of a of a serious water shortage. Am I right?
1: Absolutely. 40 out of the 50 states in the United States by 2025 will suffer from uh, water shortage. And you know what people here in New York or in Illinois, they they tend to believe that they have as much water as they want. But New York alone, I think, loses something like a crazy number of 35 million cubic meter a day for leaking in its infrastructure. So whether you're in California and there is no water or you're in another state where you tend to believe that you have enough water but you have old infrastructure, water is something that we need to protect. Water is something that we need to save and to treat very carefully. Eventually, it it will create instability and migration of people because you cannot live without water. And you have to have water wherever you are, not only for drinking. You know, we're simple people. We just want to drink water. But anything that we wear... We drive, we do, we consume, requires water. So we need to make sure that the entire world will have
0: enough water. The the, the, uh, the JNF project, the JNF campaign for water, as we speak on this International World Water Day, uh, so that it includes what you had mentioned earlier, the research and development and the drillings that you described. But in addition, water reservoirs that are being established. Uh,
1: 250 water reservoirs, most of them serve as containers for the recycled water.
0: River rehab which you said earlier you alluded to it is a very important aspect of all of this.
1: Very important. We have believe it or not Israel has only 30 rivers and none of them is really a river that you, you know it's not the Hudson and not the East River. They're li- re- literally little creeks and uh, streams within Israel. All right. So, if, if Israel, at the beginning, you know, uh, in '48, people used to pump water from the northern part of Israel and flow sewage into the rivers back, you know, uh, in the southern part of Israel. When you flow sewage into these rivers and you, when you don't protect them, it's not only what you see on the ground, which is very ugly and very sad, It's also contaminates the aquifer beneath the ground. So cleaning these rivers, for example, what we did in the Bersheva River, and those of you who have been in the south recently, you saw the miracle that has happened over there in the last decade It's not only about, you know, creating a nice area uh, uh, that we see. It's also protecting the aquifer, which is a main source for pumping water. And aquifer, by the way, has no boundaries. Aquifer is us and the Palestinian Authority and the Jordan. We own the same, eventually we own the same sources of water. And we use the same sources of water. So cleaning the rivers, it's an important thing to protect the environment
0: and the aquifer. It is amazing. Um, uh, there are a lot of people around the world who like to support these efforts. Obviously, through JNF, they can go ahead and do so, right? I mean, that's one of the opportunities that JNF offers to get involved in the water campaign and sure. uh, and to uh, and to support it, to, to literally support the con- c- continued development, as you mentioned, not only – of, uh, you know, such an important aspect of Israeli life, but really, you know, helping the entire world with the uh, incredible research and technology and the practical aspect of, of the entire project that's going to be shared with the world. And you said earlier, you know, it's not just drinking water, it's not just, you know, it, 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 is that, you know we, we love, and this is what, what the Prime Minister was alluding to partly in his speech, we love uh, touting the fact that Israel's responsible for so many important apps and so many important technological advancements that we enjoy in our lives. But without basic water, without the basic water uh, of existence, none of that would be possible. None of it would be, you, you, as we know from the African example, you can't sustain a country or progress in any way, shape, or form without a decent water supply. So that's really the basis of everything. It's the basis of life. True. True. So everybody,
1: with no no water, there's no life.
0: So everybody has an opportunity when they support this type of effort to literally support the absolute basics that are needed uh, in order to establish and to grow uh, a a city, a country, a state, whatever the case may be.
1: This Uh, and more than that. This and more than that, because people care about the environment. So it's it's creating producing water, protecting the environment, and you know what? One more thing. By by speaking and supporting and doing water projects and water innovations in Israel, we also supply to people some information about the good things that Israel is doing to speak about it. That's one one more thing, you know, that the people should know whenever they speak about Israel, that they should know that Israel is bringing to this world innovations, water solutions.
0: No question about it. I, I don't know if the world is ready to recognize it, but again, I think it's going to become more and more obvious and evident to everybody as time goes on, and those shortages are uh, are being uh, you know are, are are popping up in so many different areas, including here in the United States. Talia Zohar is chief Israeli emissary, lead professional on the JNF Water Campaign. Information about all of this. On International World Water Day, you can email jnfwatersolutions at jnf.org. Again, that's jnfwatersolutions at jnf.org. Plus, of course, the website in general, jnf.org, has plenty of information. When it comes to water, JNF has been extremely involved, as we know, and continues to uh, work alongside the experts in Israel to bring uh, a be- an even better water situation to Israel and the entire world. Talia, anything you'd like to add on this International World Water Day? Yes, that we are running this year
1: the second water mission to Israel at the end of uh, November, beginning of December. And the mission concentrates in, you know, Israeli natural uh, water sources all the way to today's cutting-edge technologies and startups. And it will enable people who are interested in the uh, field of water to come to israel and to experience and to see with their own eyes you know the miracles that israel has created through the years together with the jnf
0: in the field of water and the rivers reservoirs r and d everything you described they'll be able
1: everything to- the drillings the treatment plants the desalination plants the rivers the reservoirs the research and development startups drip irrigation everything is going to be included
0: Talia Tadaraba, sometimes it's important to remind us uh, just how Israel is involved in the very basics of, uh, of, uh, of 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 life around the world, and in this case, making sure everybody has a good, clean water uh, for years to come. Tadaraba, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Bye. Shalom. Talia Tsor, Chief Israeli Emissary, Lead Professional in the JNF Water Campaign. You can go to the website, jnf.org. You can join that mission coming up at the end of November. And there's so much to be said in this incredible area of water, we talk about so many developments and so much technology and so many new things and so many 2017 things when it comes to Israel and what it does for the world. This is uh, going going back to the very beginning of creation as water was created as, and became such an important, if not the most important part of vitality in life. And Israel, of course, now Thousands of years later is at the forefront to make sure the world has good, clean water. Pretty amazing and a very important message to continue to spread. Quarter before 9 o'clock gets right, 8.45 on a Wednesday morning broadcast as we continue here at JM in the AM.